I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Guys, we are here for the Hollywood Life podcast, and I am with my co-anchor, Ali Stegnita. Hi, Ali. Hi, guys. Happy to be here. We're glad to have you here, and we've got a very special guest today. Um, We are so excited to have one of the stars of a really exciting show for life. We are here with Joy Bryant. Hi, Joy. Hello. 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 <laughs> you look beautiful there. And um, we understand you haven't done a lot of Zooms, at least not on your phone, but you have mastered it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I mean, like I've been like taking like some lessons from people and their backgrounds and stuff. Um, and, you know, funny thing is my favorite like uh, Zoom background, Bryant Gumble. Really? <laughs> on Real Sports. Check him out. What's in his background? Well, he's got different. He's I, I I'm assuming he's doing it from his house, or at least he was last time I watched, right? And he's got different setups. Like he's always like he's got some really cool but not too busy artwork in the back, and then he's got like some you know things going on, and then he sort of color coordinates with his shirt. You know, like he's it's like I just noticed. I'm like, wow, Brian Gumble is really doing it. Like he's doing it right. I like, all the, I like all the Twitter accounts that have come up called like Room Raiders and they rate all of the news anchors that are on like CNN and Fox and MSNBC and like the backdrops and give them like eight out of 10 needs more art, like nine out of nine, love the bookcase and things like that. Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> Brian Gumble will get an, a, a, an 11. 11. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I need to go in Room Raider and take a look because I need to find a better spot for to do Zoom because I feel like I want to be in front of a window, but it's backlit is not usually a good idea. Are you in California? No, um, I'm just uh, I'm uh, outside of New York City, um, and Allie's in New York City. And where are you? I'm in New York City too. Oh, have you now? You are on. Um, really interesting TV show for life. And it, is it shot in New York City? Yes. Yes. Well, that must, and you're, the season started, I think we're like about three episodes into it. Yeah. So we started um, filming, um, I think like uh, end of August. We were actually, we were the first, I think we were the first show to, to, um, start production in the city so you so are we, a, you're really a pioneer yeah yeah <laughs> COVID acting. Yeah. what'd you say you're a pioneer for COVID acting what was it like um 
being back on set and, and what were kind of the different protocols that you guys followed this time around? Well, um, one, it's, it, I mean, at first it was pretty, it's like, you want to get back to work, but just the sort of magnitude of everything that's going on. It's like, okay, how are we going to do this? But right. Sony put together a great plan to, um, you know, get us back into production and keep everyone as safe as possibly keep people. Um, and, you know, I, I, I spent most of actually since March, I was actually in Utah with my husband, um, pretty isolated. Um, why out there? Um, well, we, we spend a lot of time there in the winter time. Um, we both are avid of snowboarders. My, and I, I'm not a great ski. I'm, I'm not even a good, I'm not even a barely good ski. I'm like, I'm, I'm like a bad skier. My husband's a good skier, but we both snowboard. And we, we um, have been going out to um, out mountains there in, in um, near Northern Utah for the past like 10 years. And whenever well, what's, you your, what's your favorite spot? Because I've skied there a lot too. <laughs> oh, Powder Mountain. Oh, really? I've been on Powder Mountain. Yeah, it's yeah. really fun. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah. So we um, we pretty much boned out there um, in March, and then I came to New York in August, and it was pretty isolated out there. Um, for the most part, so coming to, to coming to New York City and just seeing people everywhere was like oh, it was a relief, but it was also like I I I didn't go outside for a couple of days because I I just I had to sort of acclimate to people yeah. and then to see people complying and wearing masks um, and doing what they have to do um, was really comforting. Mm -hmm. um so by the time I got to set you know it was I, I was expecting I allowed myself the the space to like all right cool um it's always a little um nervy going back to work anyway right when you've been you haven't been working for a while for you know some months you go back into getting back on that bicycle again right back on a horse it's already like sketchy sometimes but to come back in this capacity with all these new protocols about how we have to now do business um, I was expecting to be, um, in terms of coming down to the work, like really anxious. Um, but I think just telling myself that even if I am, that's normal in these times that helps me to sort of like, you know, lessen my anxieties, you know, just knowing what to somewhat, you know, some, knowing what to, what to expect on some level. Um, so, you know, when it comes to like being on set, um, yeah, it, it, you know, everyone's wearing masks, but it's oddly, it's the only place, you know, it used to be like, you know, we come from the outside world as real people, whatever, we step into this alternate, you know, reality, whatever, we put on our masks, we put on our makeup and our hair and our costumes and we step on, on the stage and we step into the scene and we are, we're, you know, acting, right? But now that, and then, and, you know, there's the real world and there's that, but now that's become more normal than real life because it's the only place that we get to interact with each other without masks and relate to each other and be close to each other. Um, and then you put your mask on and go back into the real world. It's kind of, it's really a trip that yeah. still is pretty like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Does did the does the whole cast and crew have to be tested regularly? Did you all have to agree to quarantine before you started shooting? Um, we get tested like a lot. Um, you know, it's a, it's a 260 something person crew, cast and crew. It's a lot of people. That's a lot. Um, a lot of people keep safe. Um, so we get tested a lot and um, everyone wears masks all the time, except for the actors, right? Except for when we're getting, you know, hair or makeup done and when we're on the set. But other than that, everyone's wearing masks. Um, so it's an adjustment and it's an adjustment to everyone's process and everyone's thing, like everybody, no matter if you're on, on, a, on a show set or whatever, all of us are dealing with changing how, adapting to how we do business, how we live, how we love, how we navigate through this crazy world right now. Um, so yeah, it's, it's intense. <laughs> it's intense. Have any of the scenes had to change? Like, do, can, do you have to stay farther apart? Um, like, are, is, are scenes that might've been more intimate, less intimate in order to not have so um, much closeness? Yeah, I mean, because we're tested so much, there's a certain amount of time that we can be without masks on set for one. Um, um, social distancing is, is, is applied when it's possible, but a lot of times that's, that's impossible, given the nature of certain scenes. When it comes to intimate scenes, we're tested even more. Um, and yeah, so it, there, you know, it's, it's different, you know, we're not on locations a lot, you know, there's very few locations, there's fewer extra, you know, background actors, um, and uh, yeah, even when it comes down to the actual mechanics of how we shoot everything, there's no longer um, like a video village, it's no longer a place where the director and the script supervisor and people sit and watch the scenes. Like it's just sort of, you can't have people clustering around, even masked up and shielded. Actually, everybody, all the crew, everyone wears a mask and a shield. Wow, so, that's great. Yeah, um, and different productions have different, versions of this, but um, yeah, it's, um, again, it's really intense, <laughs> but we're making it, we're making it, we're making it, we're making it work. Um, and you're just like- Right, so far so good, you guys have all been okay. Yeah, yeah. Great, well, we're really glad to hear it. Um, and you know, it's such a topical show for life. I mean, yeah. it's basically, about the criminal justice system and about one man's, how he educated himself and was able to, um, break, I mean, break out of, he was wrongly convicted and what it took to get himself free from jail. Mm -hmm. So it's so, I think, topical with, mm -hmm. you know, all the conversation about criminal justice reform now. Um, you know, tell us what's going on this season for those who haven't tuned in yet and need to tune in, of course. Right. Well, starting with last season, um, you know, our, our, well, our, our show is inspired by the life of Isaac Wright Jr., um, who's currently running for mayor of New York, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I thought, right. If anybody can accomplish that, it's him because that man was wrongly convicted of a drug charge and sentenced to life plus 70. And while he was in prison, he studied the law. He helped and advocated for other 
um, inmates and help them with their appeals and, 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 and subsequent acquittals and also then um, represented himself and knocked down both sentences back to back. So if anyone can run It's true. If he could do that. If he can do that. In New York. He can pretty much do anything. Um, so when we started last season, he was incarcerated and just starting his, um, his, um, his uh, role as um, prison advocate and also trying his first case. Um, and the whole arc of the first season was for him to get back to his family. Um, and at the uh, start of season two, he accomplishes that. And yeah. now it's about him not only continuing to fight for justice um, for others, but also um, coming back and reclaiming the life that was taken from him and um, reconnecting with his family, which is harder than he probably imagined it would be. Mm -hmm. So we, you know, you're saying that, yeah, the show is topical, you know, we, um, it's set in contemporary times. So from that premise, we now will also be diving into many of the things that we experienced as a country, as a world this year. Um, that includes the pandemic, also um, the fight for racial justice and the, the, the uprising that um, occurred over late spring, summer. So these are all things that will be included and covered in the, in the storylines that we're shooting this season and that people will see. Yeah, well, because the camera this way. No, it's good. Really? Yeah. Because you guys are like, you guys are like horizontal and I'm like vertical. No, you look great. Good. I like your picture. I like your flowers. Ten out of ten, room raider. <laughs> um, so pain. I love <laughs> um, so he's, it, it's interesting because in the true story, obviously the pandemic had yet to happen. The, um, you know, the murder of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, all of those things had yet to happen. How are you incorporating that into this storyline when it was based on, you know, his journey several years ago? Well, the thing is, is that like the show was all, I feel the show was always a timely show because yeah. like if, 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 if we try, if, if they had tried to, to pitch the show, shop the show around five years ago, it wouldn't have made it to air. And I believe that's because even though um, racial justice and criminal justice reform has always been a topic of discussion within certain communities, right? Um, and activists, um, it be it's become um, the topic for conversation and real introspection or whatever you wanna call it amongst people who were might, might've been on the other side of the issue. You have people coming together on both, just in terms of like, you know, the sort of binary, like. Democrat, Republicans, or liberal, conservative, whatever, you have people coming together be like, oh, you know what, this is messed up, right? Versus the voices over here talking about it for years and decades of how messed up it is. But now you have a consensus that no, something needs to happen. So because of that, and because um, of that timing, our show was able to exist. Isaac's story that inspired it is amazing, is incredible. But timing is everything, right? So because it moved, you know, along with the consciousness of, you know, this country, or whatever, we were able to get to. It was able, you know, we were able to to 
to... Um... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. To exist. Right. So many of the things that, the themes that were behind the show, um, we were already diving into and already addressing. It's unfortunate that, you know, with everything going on this year, it just reinforces many of those things. Um, but um, that's why it's, it's not out of the realm of, of possibility or out of the realm of what we've already been doing because these are all the same things and same things we've been talking about, but now in a way that has been magnified um, so immensely that now people cannot ignore it. They ignore these things anymore. So again, timing is on our side. Definitely. Yeah, timing definitely is on your side. And I'm sure for the writers, it must have been exciting to be able to incorporate like these, the real life themes. Does Isaac Wright Jr., who the show is based on, does he speak to the writers at all? Does he have any influence in the show? Is his points of view? Oh, Uh, for sure. For sure. Because, um, you know, while this is more, it's not necessarily based on him, he's more inspired by his story, right? But he has tremendous insight into what, you know, a person, you know, in those circumstances is going through. So it's, you know, tremendously valuable to the creators and to the writers for them to, um, you know, to, to have him around and available um, and he's so generous with his time and, and his stories. Um, he's really an extraordinary person. Um, so yeah, like it, having access to him and, and, and him being so available and so, um, so open with his life, I think is what also gives, you know, the show that added, you know, I don't know, sauce. <laughs> Right. Well, because didn't he serve, I think, nine years? He was in for a long time. Yeah. And he didn't know if he would ever get out. And he was innocent. And he was facing, I mean, he was in, he perfectly represented somebody who was a victim of laws that really weren't intended to keep people like himself, like even if they were guilty, in prison for the rest of their lives. So he has all of that uh, to bring to the table in terms of experience, plus the emotional aspect of being separated from his family. Yeah, I mean, I think like one of the, for me, one of the takeaways of like the show and also with Isaac as the inspiration for it is like, you know, hope and belief. You know, he believed that he was gonna do it. He believed that he, was going to um, continue to fight and he had hope that he would succeed. And if you don't have hope, if you don't believe that 
that you can achieve. If you don't have hope for that, then you give nothing. Yeah. And it all starts there with whatever, anything and everything. And I think that even now with the challenges that um, have, again, risen to the surface um, and whether from the pandemic, everything is, I think that's a great takeaway. You know, believe that we can change things, that things will get better, hope for the best and do what you can to make that a reality. Um, but it starts there. And that's also something for myself that I really relate to as someone who grew up, I mean, I grew up in the South Bronx um, and I mean, really I should have been a statistic, but my grandmother always taught me that I had the right to dream and believe that I can be whatever I want to be, even though knowing there's obstacles in life, of course, especially according to, you know, depending on your race or gender or sexual orientation, whatever, like there are obstacles out there, but if you don't believe in yourself, you have nothing, nowhere to start. So um, I really responded to that. To me, like that, I feel like that's like some of the themes of the show, really. And in the show, you play um, Marie Wallace, who is the wife of Andrew Wallace, who um, was the man who was imprisoned and and um, you know educated himself to get himself out. How do you relate to your character and, and, and get into character? Um, I, well, one is interesting that like, I mean, I'm, I'm 46. I don't have children. I don't plan on having children. Never wanted to. Um, don't knock anybody who does. It's all good. But um, in my career, I've played more mothers than anything. <laughs> it's That's like ironic. I've had so, I've had like maybe four baby bumps. I think I've calculated, I've probably had about 10 kids and now I have a grandchild. <laughs> Hollywood, right? Like yeah. I'm hot Nana, okay? Um, hot Nana. And I realized while doing the show, I, 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 did not, I didn't realize so much when I, when I read it, when I auditioned, actually not even when I, when I, um, when we shot the pilot, but I realized that my grandmother, my mother was young when she had me. My grandmother was my age that I am right now when I was born, wow. right? So I was like, oh, wow. And it, it helped me to one, see my grandmother as not like, you know, this, as just Nana, you know, the woman who sacrificed, you know, not that story, but as a woman, as Lorraine, who, whose young daughter had a baby and now is on her to take care of this baby, right? Yeah, wasn't she um, just 15 when she had you? Hmm? Your, your mother was just 15. Yeah, she was, yeah, she was 15. So my grandmother took on the responsibility and made the sacrifices to, to make me the person I am today. Um, so that was a personal connection there with Marie. Also, I, I have two, um, aside from, having people in my family and also people that I know that have been incarcerated. I also have two really good girlfriends who have partners who were incarcerated for many years. And, um, and these are longtime, longtime friends of mine. So I leaned on them because I remember, you know, just 
being their friend during this and the sacrifices that they had to make in order to be with their partner, to still love their partner and feel connected with their partner. And then what happened when their partner got out and the adjustments that, that um, they all had to make. So those were the things that for me helped me kind of, you know, get to where um, I need to be. And also everything's, you know, you know, you have, Hank Steinberg is such a great writer, so that makes it easy as well. And then, of course, Isaac's story being what it is. So, you know, even when I when I read the 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 pilot um, to go in an audition for it, it was a no brainer to me, really, that I would want to be if I given the opportunity that I want to be a part of it. Well, it's a very complicated character, mm-hmm. you know, really interesting mm-hmm. because she's his wife, but she's she's a person. And she is, has to deal with the separation and she, she marries somebody else, doesn't she? Oh, no, no, they don't get married. They, they, they she starts, um, she starts a relationship with his best friend. Right. Complicated. <laughs> really complicated. Yeah. It's funny because people like, even like in my family, like, oh, I can't believe you did that. I'm like, I didn't, well, I didn't do it. She had her reasons. <laughs> like, yeah. Like straight up mad at me. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a re- you know, she's a really complicated woman. And then it's a compliment. And in the first season was basically that love triangle in a, in a sense, you know, where it's like that, that, that saying that like, if you can't be with the loved one you love, love the one you're with in a way. And so, um, and then he gets out. And now in season two, it's kind of, um, she has to sort of reconcile what kind of answer for the fact that like, yeah, you know, that happened. And it wasn't because she was trying to get back at him and I'm going to be with your friend or anything like that. It was like, she was left holding a lot of responsibility with not many options. And she had to rebuild her life for herself and her daughter. And here was someone who was there for her. Um, and she needed that. So it's easy to be like, oh, you know, who, how could you do that? But it's like, what do you expect me to do? Well, um, so he could have been in jail forever. Exactly, exactly. that's my thing. He was gonna be in jail for life. Right for life, yeah. um, yeah, and it's like, of course, like she knew he was innocent, but then sometimes, like, wait a minute, was he? Yeah, no, he was, and but you know, still, it's like, what do you, yeah, what do you mean you're gonna represent yourself? You're gonna just like, you're gonna just get out of prison, okay? How are you gonna, I mean, huh? So it makes sense that she would move on, whether or not it's like with a friend, okay, that's a whole other thing, but I think in, like, in season two, it's again coming to terms with the fact that, like, yes. She did make that choice and it did affect Aaron. And now she has to deal with that. And that's part of the, you know, reconciliation that has to happen in order for them to really be back together. Yes, it's all very, really, really interesting. Now, since it is, the um, show is based on uh, the real life person, Isaac Wright Jr., who became a lawyer. Tell us about why you think he'd be a great mayor because he did just declare his candidacy to be the next mayor of New York City. Um, And you said if anyone could do it, he could do it. Yeah, I mean, look, this man that moved mountains (laughs) um, by, by his intelligence, by his will, by his um, belief, by his hope, I, I mean, Again, if he can do that, if he can represent himself and knock down back-to-back sentences and help other people do the same, 
I mean, the sky's the limit. And he's actually shot through the sky. So. Well, and you're, listen, you're from the South Bronx, as you said, you're a native New Yorker. Mm -hmm. um, why do you think he'd be good for New York City? Do you, does he, I don't know if you know anything about his platform, but why do you? I, don't, I can't say anything yet because I don't know his platform. Um, I would imagine that criminal justice is a part of, is a big part of that as well as, um, you know, um, issues in, 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 in solving and dealing with inequity in the city. Um, I'm registered to vote in California, so I don't really have an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a California voter. If he was running California, then I have an opinion. <laughs> So, well, but I mean, I'm sure that New York is close to your heart. Oh, no, for sure. For sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I know I, what I do know is that the field is very, I think the field's really big. Huh? Yeah, it is big. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see how, um, you know, see what he has to say and how he navigates that and, and the platform that he puts forth. But again, I think that, um if anyone can enter that race and enter that race confidently, um, it's him. I guess that this hasn't inspired you to start studying for a legal degree, has it? No. <laughs> and actually, my character's a nurse, and I don't want to do that either. <laughs> right, especially now. Like, yes, yeah, I don't want to do that either. <laughs> How God bless them. I was like, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... You, this is your, you've been in um, long-term TV series before. Mm -hmm. What do you like about being in a recurring character in a long-term TV series? Um, it's consistent work. <laughs> Practical. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, that's, we all wanna work. And so when you have the opportunity to work on something um, consistently, that you like and you respect and you get to work with great people and you get to learn and you get to grow. I mean, you know, it's just, it's all icing on the cake. You know, I'm an actor, majority of actors pre-COVID um, were, you know, the precious few that actually work and have, have um, I should say precious few, but there's a smaller percentage who have, you know, um, who consistent work and even if you are known or whatever, work is still not guaranteed to you. So, um, and especially now during COVID, the fact that I have a job right now is amazing. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I'm always very grateful to, for the opportunity again, especially when it's something, I mean, we all wanna work on things that we actually care about, right? Um, and um, yeah, so I've been very lucky to, um, you know, especially from parenthood to this, you know, to be on on series that, you know, that were great to work on and people really loved. For sure. Well, and, you know, like you said, it's just so timely right now. I mean, you see Kim Kardashian has taken on, you know, the fight for um, getting incarcerated men and women um, out of jail for these similar sentences um, that are, you know, we see on the show. And so I think it's just becomes, continually becomes more relevant, but you guys were like ahead of the time, even putting it out there for them. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mainstream. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's, uh, um, you know, with who knows what's going to happen next season if we get renewed again or not. But for right now, you know, it's it's a show that people who were into it last season are excited to see come back. And for people who weren't aware of the show, maybe or hadn't watched it, but are paying attention to what's going on in the world, going on in this country. Um, that they may turn to and like, oh, okay. And also it's a TV show. It's entertaining, right? At the end of the day, it's, it's still got to be entertaining. So it's <laughs> like, mm-hmm. no one cares if it's not entertaining. Absolutely. Well, listen, we are so happy to have had this time with you. And um, we want to tell everybody to, if you haven't watched it yet, to start tuning in. It's on ABC, right? ABC. Mm-hmm. 10, 10 days at 10 o'clock tonight. That's right. 10 o'clock on or Wednesday today. Wednesday night, mm-hmm. 10 p.m. on ABC for life. And so everyone tune in and Joy, we wish you all the best. And thank you, um, thank you so much for talking with us and, and sharing all of your thoughts and telling us about your life. <laughs> thank you. Your life. Thank you, legendary Bonnie Fuller. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Bye. Stay safe. Thank you so much. Be safe. Bye, guys. Bye.